Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and we are back to preview a Minnesota Vikings football matchup. This week, week 12, Thursday Night Football, on Thanksgiving, the Minnesota Vikings will host the 6-4 New England Patriots. Thursday, 7.20 Central Time on N. BC. Minnesota Vikings will be wearing their color rush uniforms, their primetime purple uniforms in this matchup. The beautiful purple and gold uniforms that the Minnesota Vikings tend to always lose in. Just simply because the Vikings do not have a good record on primetime. Now, this Thursday, Thanksgiving, which is going to be a great Thanksgiving for us football fans because five of the six teams that will be playing on Thanksgiving are currently in the playoff picture. With, of course, the one team that's not being the Detroit Lions as it happens just about every year. This is one of the best uh, playoff or one of the best um, Thursday night football or one of the best Thanksgiving schedules is what I mean to say here on Thanksgiving. And all us Vikings fans, us NFL fans are excited for this day. Just please, Vikings, do not ruin my Thanksgiving. It should be a great Thanksgiving. I love food. I love football. I love hanging out with people. So this should be a great Great Thanksgiving for Vikings fans as they will host a very tough New England Patriots squad where the Vikings are playing a Patriots squad that we haven't beat this New England Patriots team since the year 2000. Since Tom Brady was a backup quarterback, the Minnesota Vikings haven't been able to beat the Patriots. As a matter of fact, the Vikings haven't beat Tom Brady in his long NFL career at all. Even when he was with the Buccaneers. Now, we only played him once when he was with the Buccaneers. Just please, Tom Brady, retire after the Vikings can beat you because I can't I can't live with the fact that you had this long of a career and we weren't able to beat Tom Brady once. Maybe we'll face him in the playoffs. They are expected to win their division right now. And the Vikings, like I mentioned, don't have a great record on primetime. And as a matter of fact, Kirk Cousins alone is 10-18 and 18 on primetime with... Yes, known for his worst day being Monday Night Football. However, his stats on Thursday Night Football are worse and this is why going into this game i'm hoping this can change the narrative here that the vikings can win in the big moments against a playoff team on prime time when the lights are bright thanksgiving everybody's watching it on their couch together as a family watching the minnesota vikings and new england patriots i'm hoping this can change because it's not it doesn't go so great i mean kirk cousins is known for not being great on prime time and the vikings as a whole don't tend to win on prime time uh looking at the minnesota injury report this week Unfortunately, the Minnesota Vikings have five injuries to some core players. Christian Dara saw the stud breakout left tackle for the Vikings has already been ruled out in this game. This means, once again, we're going to have to see Blake Brandel come out there. And Blake Brandel against that defense is just not going to be a fun sight to see. A spoiler alert, he's going to get taken advantage of the entire game. They're going to target him. They're going to go for him. They're going to maybe throw Matt Judon on the weak side. We'll have to wait and see, but still not a good sight to see for the Minnesota Vikings to have Christian Dara saw out. And then the best player on this defense. Darius Smith is back on the injury report. Questionable play in this game with a knee injury is likely to be a game day decision like we see Darius Smith every week being a game day decision and we hope he can be back to play. Great news for the Minnesota Vikings is that Dalvin Tomlinson has returned to practice. He was limited this week with his calf injury. A huge loss in the Minnesota Vikings defensive front has been Dalvin Tomlinson and it would be great to see him play in this game especially going up against one of the best running back duos in the league who both are averaging four and a half yards per carry. Rahamandre Stevenson and Damian Pierce are no joke. That offensive line is serious, and it would be great to see Dalvin Tomlinson play in this game. Going on to the Patriots injury report, they have some they have four starters that entered the injury report. Starting it off with David Andrews, their seventh-year starting center, is questionable to play in this game with a thigh injury. Actually, he's doubtful to play in this game with a thigh injury, so he'll likely not play. And then Isaiah Wynn, their starting left guard 
now. He used to be the starting left tackle, so I was surprised to see that he's playing guard for them now. Uh, questionable play in this game with a uh, foot injury. If Isaiah Wynn doesn't play in this game, we'll see the rookie Cole Strange, who they drafted in the first round out of Chattanooga, come to start on their offensive line at left guard. Devontae Parker, questionable play in this game with a knee injury, limited this week, as well as uh, on Fernie Jennings, their edge rusher, questionable play with a back injury. Didn't know who this other edge rusher is. He's the guy who's playing alongside Matt Judon for them. Uh, one of the best pass rushing teams in this entire league right now is the Patriots. Looking at it for the Minnesota Vikings, last week the Vikings struggled at protecting Kirk Cousins. Last week the Vikings struggled at stopping the run game. Well, I have bad news for Vikings fans. Because last week we played arguably the best pass rusher in the league, Micah Parsons. This week we play maybe an even better pass rusher in Matthew Judon. You can make whatever argument you want, but in my opinion... These are the two best pass rushers in this league right now. Meaning Kirk Cousins is not going to have time inside the pocket at all. And once again, the Minnesota Vikings have to, have to, have to come in with a different game plan than they did last week. Because the Patriots watched the game from last week and are going to try to do the same thing. Where they run the ball down our throat and get into Kirk Cousins' face all game long. And that is a recipe disaster for the Minnesota Vikings. As, as we've seen... Dropping back Kirk Cousins 15 times a game does not work. You have to roll out Kirk Cousins. You have to run more play-action bootleg passes. You got to do something about this. Kirk, the fact that Kirk Cousins is not a quarterback who can extend a play like many quarterbacks can't. And the fact that Kirk Cousins doesn't have the mobility as a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, we saw this last week when Micah Parsons was in his face, when the Viking Dexter Lawrence was in his face. It was not a great... Or Demarcus Lawrence was in his face. It was not a great week for the Minnesota Vikings at all. That's understating it was a terrible week for the Minnesota Vikings and now going up against this opponent you are playing a very similar opponent to the Dallas Cowboys this week where the Vikings have to have to have to completely flip a switch in this game now you only had a few weeks or a few days to prepare it's a short week Minnesota Vikings are going from playing on Sunday going to play on Thursday in this week and a very short week for the Minnesota Vikings however with that being said it is short enough for you to just understand that everything has to change in this matchup and we're going to start it off with our number one thing and that is the key to success on this Minnesota Vikings offense and I mentioned this last week and I'll mention it again additional blockers it is so clear right now that the Minnesota Vikings have to, have to, have to add more blockers on this Minnesota Vikings offense. I mean, not add more blockers, have to involve more blockers on this Minnesota Vikings offense. Right now, CJ Ham, Johnny Munt, these are guys that can be added to our, our pass protection on the Minnesota Vikings offense or run blocking on our Minnesota Vikings offense. As against this Dallas or against this uh, New England Patriots defense, you have to have to give your quarterback enough time to get the ball to Justin Jefferson's hands. You got to be able to move the ball through the air and on the ground in this game. And what is a recipe for success for the Minnesota Vikings offense is players like CJ Ham, fullback, our favorite player, our guy, hammer time for the Minnesota Vikings. And I, if you don't want to use CJ Ham, I'm fine with that. If you don't want to run I formation two tight end sets, that's fine. Just find guys where you're not having the same same results, three and outs, three and outs, where you're getting sacked all game long. Last week, Minnesota Vikings offense as a whole had a terrible day. Awful day. One of the worst offensive line games I've seen by the Minnesota Vikings this season and in a long time. 
as we have multiple players who've been not living up to our expectations. And now with your best player in your offense, in my in my opinion, your best player in your offensive line, Christian Darrisa not playing in this game, you have Blake Brandel stepping out there. You got to give this guy help. And this is why into this game, I would like to see two tight end sets. I'd like to see I formation. I'd like to see something new, something new. I don't care. Throw two running backs out there. Have them be blockers. Something that you can do for the Minnesota Vikings. Our entire offensive line has been struggling in pass protection. And now you're going up against one of the best pass rushing teams in the league right now with, in my opinion, the defensive player of the year, Matthew Judon, who has 13 sacks in just 10 games. NFL sack leader right now. First team all pro likely this season. You got to have you got to have a plan for him. And if you, because here's the thing with the Minnesota Vikings, they've been running a lot of 11 personnel, which is great to see. Kirk Cousins has more targets to go to. Kirk Cousins has more reads to go through. But he can't get the ball to his receivers if he doesn't have time in the pocket. He's not, he's not Kyler Murray who can extend a play as long as he wants. This is a quarterback who needs a clear pocket in order for the Vikings to succeed. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Kirk has a great arm. Kirk is a very accurate quarterback, but he needs a lot of help in order for him to succeed. He's a situational quarterback, and we got to put him in the right situation to succeed. Now onto the defensive side of the ball, because another thing, oh, one thing that the Vikings defense, one thing that the Vikings have been terrible at is defense as a whole. The Vikings are now 31st in yards allowed per game. 31st. I don't know what team we're ahead of, but that should not be possible. When you have as much for when you have as much future Hall of Famers and veterans on your Vikings defense as you have, you should not be giving up this many yards. And our key to defense to defensive success in this game is just Eric Kendricks and Jordan Hicks stopping that run. Looking at it for the Patriots, I am not worried with their receivers. I'm not worried with Mac Jones and I'm not worried with Bailey Zappi. I feel like the Vikings can get to that quarterback and be able to stop the Vikings or stop the Patriots offense in this game. We have one of the best pass rushing teams in this league, one of the best pass rushing duos with that being Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter. You can throw a DJ Wanham into the mix and into this game we'll have Dalvin Tomlinson maybe might be back. We have a great we're great at getting to the passer. But we in this game, we have to be able to stop this run because right now with the Patriots, they have one of the best running teams in this league. We just played maybe the best running team last week, and now we're playing another great running team with that being the Patriots who have Rahamandre Stevenson and uh, Damien Harris who are combined averaging four and a half yards per carry. We can't have the same game we had last week, and this should scare us Vikings fans. Because the performance I saw last week where the Vikings were not able to do a single thing against Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a problem. You have Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks who must, must, must get their open field tackles. Because like we saw last week, what did the Cowboys do? They got the running backs one-on-one -on -one against our linebackers. You get those running backs one-on-one -on -one against our linebackers, it's not good. What are the Patriots going to do in this game? They're going to try to do the exact same thing. Get the running backs one-on-one -on -one against their pass rushers. Their offensive line is great as the Patriots' offensive line is always great. They might not have Joe Thune anymore, but they still have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Whoops, there's the playoff picture. But they still have one of the best offensive lines in the league and are going to be able to do this against us all game long. What do the Vikings have to do? Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks, I'm looking at these guys to be there to stop the run game and stop those screen passes and be all over the field. Because like I say many times, and I've said it on the show, I don't have a lot of faith in our secondary. I don't. Patrick Peterson's been playing at an all-pro level. Harrison Smith is still, in my opinion, a top seven safety. Outside of this, we have a lot of inexperienced guys. 
Caleb Evans might have been great this season. He's still a rookie. I don't expect him to be great against wide receivers like Devontae Parker in this game. And I don't expect the same from Andrew Booth Jr., who's also a rookie, or Chandon Sullivan, who's mostly just a nickelback who is not nearly as fast as a lot of these guys. I don't have faith in our secondary that a lot of Vikings fans do. But what should the Vikings be able to do stopping the run? We are investing so much money into this defensive front right now. Every year, the Vikings continue to add players who should be able to stop the run. That being Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips. We just added Ross Blacklock. We added uh, Jordan Hicks. And we have Eric Hendricks. We need to be able to stop this run and get to the passer. And this is what the Vikings defense has to continue to improve going forward because there's no excuse why the Vikings should be 31st in yards allowed per game. This is horrible. We made Skylar Thompson look like... Joe Montana. I mean, it's ridiculous the fact that the Vikings have been this bad of a defense this season. And it's it sucks because the Vikings have been great at turning the ball over and rushing the passer. But at the end of the day, that doesn't matter when you can't stop a run game like the Dallas Cowboys or Patriots will have in this game. And these are some of the best run games in the league. And these are teams that we're going to have to face in the playoffs. The Vikings did terrible against the Eagles and Cowboys. These are both teams that you're likely going to have to face in the playoffs if you end up well you're gonna end up being in the, in the playoffs regardless because we already have full control of our division looking at for the minnesota vikings bold prediction of the week in this matchup justin jefferson first hat trick i talked about this last week i talked about how justin jefferson is going to have his re revenge game against trayvon Diggs. yeah that didn't happen whatsoever it's justin jefferson at like 45 yards still i mean you can give credit how much credit to trayvon Diggs as you want in that game let's be honest kirk Cousins didn't even have the time to put the ball up to get to, to get it to Justin Jefferson because it doesn't matter if Trayvon Diggs has the best day against Justin Jefferson and he's fully covered the entire game Jefferson is still gonna come down with the ball he has been fully covered in some of the catches that he's made just an incredible receiver and first hat trick in this game not known for getting touchdowns but we'll target him more in the red zone I believe with the Vikings right now adding more additional blockers you're going to have to put more uh, reliance on players like Justin Jefferson so I'm excited to see what he can do against Jonathan Jones and Jalen Mills who are not the best corners but you have to give them some respect I mean for Bill Belichick makes every cornerback look good everybody who's a defensive player should want to play for Bill Belichick because they seem to he seems to elevate their talent looking at it final prediction for this game I have the Vikings winning of course 34 to 30 in this matchup I predict the Vikings to win most weeks I mean it, it might be a little biased here I really do believe the Vikings should win in this matchup I had some skeptical <laughs> some skeptics with last week and I had the Vikings winning by over the Dallas Cowboys by one point I had the Vikings losing to the Buffalo Bills tough stretch right here for the Vikings and this is a lot of playoff teams that we're going to have to face in this few stretch that we've had so huge for the Minnesota Vikings please 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 do something I can't have the same performance we did on national TV last week like we're going to have on national TV this week. Please, Minnesota Vikings, do something in this matchup. Be able to have a game plan against the run because they're going to have the same playbook that they've had all season long against us. Same playbook, same kind of scheme that the Dallas Cowboys ran against us. They're going to try to run the ball all over us. They're going to try to get into Kirk Cousins' face all game long. Let's just find a way to stop that.